Machis we're holding in the next Mishnah, which according to some Gerses is Mishnah Yud Zayin. According to some, it's Yud Gimel. We're like all over the spectrum of it. Rabbi Kiva Ime. Okay, we're going to listen to this Kavaldiga Mishnah, beautiful Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva Ime. Schoik v'kalus roish. Schoik v'kalus roish. Right, schoik is literally laughter. Kalus roish is always translated as lightheadedness. Messing around sort of thing, you know. Margilim le'erva leads a person to erva and yoni erva, things that a person shouldn't generally get involved in, right? A person laughs. Now, now laughter is a beautiful thing. The mission is not saying don't laugh, right? Even though the Maisa Chazal tell us the only thing we're really meant to oz yomali then we'll laugh, right? Because when Mashiach comes, whatever, all the shame fall. But Akaponim, laughter is a beautiful thing. That's not what it means. It means laughter not in the right place. Kalusroish, lightheadedness, messing around, you know, joking around in the wrong place at the wrong time. It leads a person to error, but it leads a person to the wrong thing. Masoira Sayaglatoira. What's Masoiras? Sorry, Masoiras Sayaglatoira. Masoiras is a Masoira. What's a Masoira? Our tradition. And that's a Sayog. What's a Sayog? It's a fence. What does that mean? That means that when we live with Masoira, when we understand that we're not just created now, our parents didn't make things up. We come from a rich tradition of our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and it goes up and up and up the line, all the way until Moshe Rabbeinu, all the way until Avraham Avinu, everything, right? So there's, there's a, there's a Masoira, there's a tradition that we follow. When you follow that, when you know that exists, that is a sayon, that is a fence for Torah, meaning it helps you keep the Torah. Maisrois sayog la'isha, taking Maisa is a fence for becoming rich. Interesting. Okay? We'll talk about that one in a minute. I want to spend a bit more on that one. Nadorim sayag leprecious. Nadorim is making a nether. Now, making a nether is not something we try to do. We don't make nadorim. But when you do make nadorim, when a person makes nadorim, it's a sayag, it's a fence to precious. What is precious? How do you even translate precious in English? Um, abstaining. Right? Precious means to be poorish, to separate so when you make a nether, you're making a nether from something. I'm making a nether from Hanor, of this person. I'm making a nether from such an item. Somebody actually told me a murder Gamaisa yesterday. Gavaldi Gamaisa. He told me that um, when he was a Bach in Yeshiva, uh, we're going back now uh, 20 years ago, so um, who remembers that there was a war in Eretz Yisrael? No, 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 no. I'm making a mistake. There were boys that were, that were taken in Japan. Does anybody remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember this? About 20 years ago? Those two boys were taken in Japan? It's about 20... No, it was about 20 years ago, this story. Right, right. Right, right, right. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Everybody knows what I'm talking about? Right. There was a boy in yeshiva. Listen to this. That took upon himself until these boys are released. I'm not, I'm not eating ice cream. I'm not eating ice cream. He said, there's Kali Swallow and Sar. These boys are in Sar. I'm also going to be Mishtatev and the Tzibu Sar. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that's basically what the mission is telling us. When a person makes a neder, obviously he didn't make a neder, he said, neder, but when a person makes a neder, meaning he takes upon himself something a bit extra, he goes the extra mile, that is a sayag, that is a fence for precious. And the last one of the mission is sayag l'chokma. What is the fence? I guess the mission is, like, switches the mahalach over here. Interesting. Sayag l'chokma. What is the fence for chokma? You want to gain wisdom. How do you gain wisdom? Shtika. Be silent. So I want to discuss two of these. I've mentioned a few of them by the Mishnah, but two of them I didn't explain. I want to explain them now. First of all, Rabbi Kiva tells us that uh, when it comes to Maisrus, it's a Sagla Oisha. Now, everybody wants to become rich. How do you become rich? The Mishnah tells us how you become rich. 
Right? When you're going to make back loads of money, when you go to work, make loads of money, and then you can support the yeshiva, obviously. So, how do you do it? So, the Rav tells us, it says, Aser to Aser, right? Aser to Shvil to Shit Aser. In other words, the Gemara Tiny tells us, how do you become rich? Take my money. And Tosfus over there, Daftes tells us, the Yisoyed, that when a person takes my money, what is he doing? What is he doing when you take my money? What you're doing is, is you want to make the Rabbanisham a partner in your business. Is that true? Everybody wants the Rabbanisham. And who doesn't want the Rabbanisham on their side? Everyone wants the Rabbanisham to be part of their business. How do you make the Rabbanisham part of your business? By taking my What does that mean? So you take 10% and you give that to Hashem. So that means you're making the Rabbanisham a 10% partner and you're a 90% partner. Now you're a 90% partner, you get 90% of the profits. 10% goes to Rabbanisham. Says Tosus, I'm not going to go the whole story now, but Tosus has the whole story of a guy that had a field and his father made a lot of money. And when he you know, told his son that you're going to take over the field, he said, Be careful, take my son. His father eventually died, he inherited the field. He, at the first year, took my son, said, Well, that's way too much. That's too much to give to my son. The next year, he took a bit less, then he took a bit less. Then eventually, the whole field went down. And the, the Tosus tells us that his family came to make fun of him, that he was basically had nothing left. And they said to him, It's your fault. You were told to take my son, you didn't. And why? Because if you take my son, you make Hashem a 10% partner, and you're a 90% partner. If you don't take my son, Hashem becomes a 90% partner, and you become the 10% partner. That's scary. So therefore, the school of the become it's a shayla, by the way, the Pesachit Shuva deals with it in your day of Rishmam Zayin, of whether it means Maisa Tvua, Maisa Momen, As Momen, whatever it is. But whatever it is, you'll have to test Hashem, it's the whole shayla. We're not going into it now. We always have to remember the Heilige Chavetz Chaim. He says, imagine if you have a big um, container of wine, yeah? And this container of wine is a beautiful container, and it's got a spout, yeah? Now, when you turn on the spout, the wine comes out, correct? Now, the question is, if you want more wine to come out the container, so you make yourself two spouts, is more wine going to exit the container, or it's just going to come up faster, but the same amount of wine is there. So the time says that sometimes a person thinks if you make two spouts, so then it's going to cut, you're going to get more wine. You don't get more wine, it's the same amount of wine, it just comes out quicker. You don't gain anything. So it's the same thing also with mice as well. People think that if I don't, you know, if I don't give mice, so I end up with more money. Right? The famous, uh, I think it's a Dubna Magid, others, everyone says this marshal, of a guy that goes to a, um, he goes to the post office. And uh, he gives him the envelope, and it's like a fat envelope with some stuff in there, and he wants to send it to America, yeah? So the, the person says to him, I'm sorry, it's too heavy. It's too heavy, I can't send it the way it is, it's just too heavy. He says, well, what do you mean it's too heavy? What do I have to do? Okay, so if you buy another stamp and put it on, I'll be able to send it. He says, you shaita, you fool. <laughs> you just told me it's too heavy. You can tell me to put another stamp on it, it's going to make it heavier. <laughs> the person says, no, 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 it's not how it works. The stamp gets it there. That's how it, the stamp gets it there. So the mice is the same thing. Taking off mice, it doesn't, you don't lose money. It's money that has to go to a bunch of, it doesn't belong to you. The Rechaim famously says, it's not even your money. It's a pecotin that the bunch of trusted by you. It's not yours. It, it was trusted by you to do the right thing with it. If you do the right thing with it, you'll keep it and you'll continue making more money in order to do more. If not, not. But Akhaponim, that's the first thing that the Mishnah is, is teaching us this is so that if a person wants a sayag loisha, and sayag meaning offense, to keep it, to keep that osha, to keep it entrusted with you, then it's very important to take Maisa. The last thing of the Mishnah I wanted to spend a few moments on is something that we have discussed um, very much in the union of the seven habits, and that is this business of shtika, of quietness. And it's interesting what the, the way the Mishnah spells it out. Sayag l'chochma shtika. Right? In other words, 
the way to keep your Chochmah Eshtika. That is really the way of keeping your wisdom. So, the Batanura writes, it doesn't mean silence in learning Torah. That's a Vada not. In fact, Faket, the Gemara Nerevin tells us that when you learn, you're meant to learn loud. It's one of the ways, by the way, of remembering your learning, when you learn loud. You're not meant to learn quietly. So silence does not refer, says the Batanura, to Torah. Right? Obviously it doesn't matter. The value of silence over here is obviously something a little bit deeper than that. Now if you remember we discussed by the seven habits, for those of you that were there, that Odom is called a Medabe. We're a Medabe. What separates a human being from an animal? What gives us a Mila, an additional advantage over an animal? The advantage is we can speak. An animal cannot speak. And that speech obviously has to be done the right way. It has to be beautiful speech. It has to be good speech. Tayeles, constructive, helping people, nice to people, whatever. Now the question is, if what makes us unique is our speech, so why, and there's other Mishnahs also that say similar, but this Mishnah as well, tells us that to be silent seems to be a beautiful virtue. Why? Why be silent? Forget. Use your speech. If the whole Yisrael of an Odom is to be a Madaba to speak, so let me use it. Why, why being quiet? What's quiet help me? And we answered that we have to understand what silence means. Where we explained it was, was that silence was understanding somebody else, listening to somebody else, understanding their world, understanding where they're coming from. And only then can you be a madabe. To be a madabe stum doesn't help you. But to be a madabe after the silence, after you've listened, after you've heard, after you've understood, that's a real madabe. And that's a very important thing. Obviously on a practical, very simple level, uh, when a person speaks too much, he loses his chachma because he says things that are not correct, he says things that are not right, he says things that are sometimes even stupid, whatever it may be. And that's why it's important for a person to try and keep silence. It doesn't mean complete silence, but it means correct silence. It means, you know, a silence in a way that is constructive, that really, really works. And um, that's what it is. It's a very, 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 very big yesoid. And uh, Rabbi Yoni even over here points out that sometimes a person is not allowed to be silent. A person sometimes has to do something, has to say something, has to, has to get up and do and say and talk. That could, be the, that could be the situation sometimes, 100%. But you have to know when. You have to know when to be a medabah and when to be shtik and when to be silent. And after all, that is what gives a person the chokhmah and keeps the person chokhmah as well over here. And that's a very, very big aside from this Mishnah, which this Mishnah is teaching us. Okay, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow the next Mishnah.